This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 169 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1990. My Talk Show premiered in syndication in September 1990, a bizarre hybrid of sitcom slash variety slash talk show. Cynthia Stevenson plays Jennifer, the host of a local Wisconsin public access cable show, which goes into syndication. They need a larger space, so the show moves from a small studio to her own home, with the garage housing the studio audience. She has two co-hosts, her next-door neighbor and BFF, played by Stephanie Hodge, and her brother-in-law, who lives in a trailer in her driveway, played by David Packer. There's a bunch of recurring characters, a local organist, Josephine Hines, a guy with a lot of opinions, Ron James, and the owner of a local dinner theater, Deborah McGrath. Real celebrities would come on as guests, along with actors playing locals. When ratings for this strange concept did not pick up, Stevenson was written out, and the dinner theater owner took over, along with a DJ, D.A. Young, and a trainee, Betsy Townsend. We'll cover Cynthia Stevenson and Stephanie Hodge when we get to their better-known series. After a few TV guest roles, David Packer had a run on the V sci-fi series. He also had a run on The Best Times and appeared in films Robocop, Strange Days, and Almost Heroes. Ron James was a member of the Second City in the 80s and had a few minor roles on SCTV, going on to the RoboCop TV series doing voice work, Ewoks voice work, The Industry, and Blackfly. He also hosted an eponymous show in Canada, along with a number of stand-up specials. Deborah McGrath also got her start at the Second City and made an appearance on SCTV. She was the co-creator of My Talk Show and would go on to create Canadian series getting along famously, where she also starred. She did a lot of voice work, The Busy World of Richard Scarry, Ned's Newt, George and Martha, Babar, Seven Little Monsters, Peep and the Big Wide World, with live-action work on Paradise Falls, Single White Spenny, Little Mosque on the Prairie, The Ron James Show. She's married to SCTV and Whose Line Is It Anyways, Colin Mockery. D.A. Young created music for Pimp My Ride, Bad Girls Club, South Park, and Kill Bill Volume 1. My talk show was designed as a late-night alternative to the rush of celebrities vying for Carson's throne at the time and was produced by Ron Howard's production company. It was clearly inspired by Fernwood Tonight slash America Tonight. There was also a popular L.A. area public access show with a very similar concept. The show ran five nights a week, which was a hard sell on top of the bizarre concept for syndication, hence the major cast change. Despite great reviews, the show was gone after 65 nightly episodes. 
found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is on the organ and looks like a public access show. I should know I had one for a decade. William Shatner is a guest, and they try to stay away from talking about Star Trek with disastrous results. Bill is not an improviser, but thinks he is. It's actually quite funny. What a Dummy premiered in syndication in September 1990, a throwback to the 60s We Have a Secret sitcom. What happens when a guy is bequeathed a trunk by his late great-uncle, which contains a ventriloquist dummy, which moves and talks on its own? The guy is played by David Doty, and the voice of Buzz is Lauren Freeman. He, the guy, not the dummy, has a wife played by Annabelle Armour and three kids played by Stephen Dorff, Joshua Rudoy, and Jana Michaels. They all work to keep the secret away from the nosy next-door neighbor played by Kay Ballard in classic Mrs. Kravitz mode. We covered her on episode 50 for The Mothers-in-Law. David Doty would go on to a run on Weeds, as well as films The 1998 Parent Trap, Minority Report, Daredevil, Seabiscuit, and Bad Teacher. Lauren Freeman would later have a run on Hangtime and a lot of TV guest spots. Annabelle Armour went on to the short-run series Control-Alt-Delete and films Men Don't Leave, the 2005 Amityville Horror, and Contagion. Stephen Dorff was doing commercial work before getting TV guest roles and a few films prior to What a Dummy. He moved mostly into films after that. City of Industry, Blade, Zoolander, playing himself, World Trade Center. In the last few years, he returned to TV. Star, True Detective, Deputy. Joshua Rudoy appeared in films Harry and the Hendersons and Flatliners. Jana Michaels was doing voice work on Tailspin during the What a Dummy run. She did more voice work and a short run on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman before leaving the biz. What a Dummy only lasted a season. The star of the show was animatronic and, frankly, creepy. The real draw was Kay Ballard, a comedy and sitcom legend. She later regretted getting involved in this series. Shockingly, the series did well in Europe. Guess there's no accounting for taste found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme has a ragtime feel. The show looks incredibly cheap. The jokes are corny. The kids are cloying, especially the young daughter doing her best Mary Kate and or Ashley. The older brother wants to be like his younger nerdy sibling in order to get a girl. Unfortunately, no Kay Ballard in the episode. Parker Lewis Can't Lose premiered on Fox on September 2nd, 1990 at 9.30 p.m. The second of two Ferris Bueller knockoffs, it also features an eponymous teen played by Corin Nemec who seems to lead a charmed life. He has two best buds, Mikey, a rebellious rocker played by Billy Jane, and Jerry, a nerd played by Troy Slayton. Maya Bruton plays Parker's sister who likes to get him in trouble. Timothy Stack and Ann Bloom, later Mary Ellen Trainer, play his parents. 
Abraham Ben Ruby plays a gentle giant who helps Parker on his schemes. Melanie Chartoff plays the principal and arch nemesis, with Taj Johnson as her lackey. Jennifer Guthrie plays Parker's girlfriend later in the series. We covered Billy Jane on episode 96 for the Bad News Bears, Timothy Stack on episode 117 for Reggie, and Melanie Chartoff on episode 142 for Take 5. Corin Nemec's father was a set and production designer, so Corin, earlier called Corky, got into the business as well. Commercial work was followed by Guest Spots, a run on Webster, and the film Tucker, The Man and His Dream. Post Parker, he was a regular on Stargate SG-1 and Starving, with multiple guest spots and the film Operation Dumbo Drop, along with a lot of schlocky movies. Troy Slayton was a child actor with a regular role on Cagney and Lacey, going on to voice work on Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad before exiting the business. He got a law degree and specialized in corporate litigation. He also appeared on cable news as a legal analyst and has run multiple times for judge positions. Maya Bruton spent her career mostly doing TV guest work while appearing in films Back to the Future and Adventures in Babysitting. Like Slayton, she became an attorney. Anne Bloom's career goes back to the mid-70s, primarily doing TV guest roles. She spent several years as a correspondent on early HBO news parody, Not Necessarily the News. Her role on Parker Lewis was replaced after the first season, and she mostly left the biz by the late 90s. Today, she's a family therapist. Mary Ellen Trainer was primarily known for her film work, Romancing the Stone, The Goonies, Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, Scrooged, Ghostbusters 2, Death Becomes Her, Forrest Gump, Congo, the 2003 Freaky Friday. She also had runs on TV's Relativity and Roswell. Trainer might have gotten some of those parts because of her husband, Robert Zemeckis. She passed in 2015. Abraham Ben Ruby's father is a radio DJ, and Abraham graduated from the same high school as David Letterman. He became a character actor, mostly doing TV guest spots. He would later be a regular on the TV version of Sleepwalkers, Men in Trees, Memphis Beat, The Bridge, APB, with voice work on The Rugrats Movie, World of Warcraft, Charlotte's Web, Robot Chicken, Diablo 3, Skylanders, Big Hero 6, World of Warcraft, It's Pony, and the currently showing Strange World. However, he's probably best known for his regular role on ER as Jerry Markovic. Jennifer Guthrie appeared in the film Adventures in Babysitting and did a lot of TV guest work before she left the industry in the late 90s. Parker Lewis was one of Fox's early hits, running for three seasons. The show dropped the Can't Lose moniker in the final season. It was originally produced for CBS, who passed on it. The show was one of the first to generate support on the Internet via an email list. It has a cartoony quality to it, despite the live-action cast. As Parker's schemes are hatched, he uses a catchphrase, synchronized swatches. He also says, not a problem, a lot, and like Ferris, speaks to the camera. Caught an episode on YouTube, a jazzy opening with each family member opening the medicine cabinet. It's student election time, with Parker providing narration. Unfortunately, he's falling in love with his competition. His team has an underground bunker with security cameras all over the school. There's a bunch of cartoon sound effects, bizarre camera work, and sarcasm. The whole thing is goofy. 
True Colors premiered on Fox on September 2, 1990 at 8.30 p.m. Advertised as It Ain't the Brady Bunch, a show about an interracial marriage and blended family. Ron, Frankie Faison, then Cleavon Little, is a widowed black dentist. Ellen, Stephanie Pharisee, is a divorced white teacher. Newly married, they bring along kids. Yuppie Terry, Claude Brooks, Free Spirit Lester, Adam Jeffries, and activist Katie, Bridget Conley Walsh. Ellen's mom, Sarah, Nancy Walker, lives with them and is not a fan of her new son-in-law. We covered Cleavon Little on episode 63 for Temperatures Rising, Stephanie Farisee on episode 99 for The Last Resort, Claude Brooks on episode 163 for Home Room, and Nancy Walker on episode 63 for her eponymous series. Frankie Faison got his start in the New York Shakespeare Festival, moving to Broadway and Fences with Tony and Drama Desk nominations. He appeared in films Ragtime, The Money Pit, Coming to America, Mississippi Burning, Do the Right Thing, Betsy's Wedding, the 1999 Thomas Crown Affair, and Hannibal, with regular or recurring work on TV's The Edge of Night, Prey, All My Children, The Wire as Commissioner Irvin Burrell, One Life to Live, The Good Wife, Banshee, The Village, Grey's Anatomy, and is currently on The Rookie Feds. He's got 134 IMDb roles so far. Adam Jeffries performed in community theater as a child and got a role in the educational film A Nightmare on Drug Street. He appeared in films Ghost Dad and The Rock prior to True Colors, where he won two Young Artist Awards. He went into a regular role on Thea and later a run on Days of Our Lives. He left the business in 2003. Bridget Conley Walsh, a.k.a. Bridget Branagh, played Thena in the MST Quest of the Delta Knights and had regular or recurring work on Kindred the Embraced, Brooklyn South, Legacy, Angel, Over There, Army Wives, and Runaways. True Colors would last for two seasons on Fox and might have gone longer if not for fatal illnesses in the cast. Nancy Walker suffered from lung cancer and only appeared in half of the second season, using a motorized wheelchair at one point. Cleavon Little was battling colorectal cancer and looked poorly in the second season. Both would pass away, Walker less than a month after the final episode, and Little the next fall. Caught an episode on YouTube, the opening shows the cast at the wedding with jazzy music. Walker is still a legend with incredible timing. It's really her show, at least for this episode. It's the couple's anniversary, and so there's a mix-up worthy of Sherwood Schwartz. There are stereotypes aplenty with a joke about the LAPD. More of 1990s sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at SFPodNetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark, 
While I'm filing this episode in the archive, tune in next time.